Boston Podcast. We're back with another special edition of the Big Go Bell Podcast. Storylines have not made sense from WrestleMania to it's, now. It's been the, the best told story leading into this on WWE. This, this pay-per-view, it feels big, it feels important, but ultimately it's exciting. The biggest thing that, that stood out for me when I seen it, I was like, okay, this has to be a joke. I Hey fans, this is another episode of the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. Uh, this is Aaron. It's been a while. I apologize for my absence. Um, I'm here with Mr. Silly Sellis on a lovely Sunday. Well, lovely for me in the Midwest. Are you getting a lot of rain on the East Coast? Um, not right now. It was all raining yesterday and this morning, and but it's actually sunshine bright. If you see the Baltimore Redskins games or any fans that's watching that game, the weather that's in Baltimore, a little Sunday and windy, that's about what it is right now. So they're going to get that Nats game in today? Yeah, it's actually playing right now, and the Nats are down 2-0 right now. I got that on uh, flashback with the red zone. So cool. my Indians game got postponed today in Boston because of the weather, so they're supposed to be going tomorrow. So I guess it's just continue to go up northeast. There's going to be a lot of baseball on tomorrow for Columbus Day, man. The Cubs have oh, yeah. been uh, very fun to follow here in the Midwest. I'm, I can't say that I'm a diehard Cubs fan, but I think anybody that doesn't have a, a dog in the fight you probably pull them for Chicago or Cleveland, I guess, too. Would That'd be a nice World Series, don't you think? That's my prediction. I'm hoping for a Cleveland-Chicago uh, Cubs World Series, so somebody's going to have to break their own personal curse. So I think, we'll see what happens. I think you guys are going to sweep Boston. I hope so. Too many I hope so. We look really good right now. Yes. Well, it's the time to peak is in October. Um, yes. Speaking of October, we have the No Mercy pay-per-view this evening, and um, – Unless I'm mistaken, our podcast has not put out a proper preview. So let's just knock that out real quick. And what I had texted Mr. Silly Sellis about, I'd like to book the territory heading out of October and into the Royal Rumble uh, heading towards WrestleMania. Because we haven't fantasy booked WrestleMania in a while. And we're, let's see, one, two, three, four, like five-ish months out. So we're getting closer. Um so the main event, the triple threat match for the WWE World Title, you got John Cena on his quest for a 16th World Championship against the champion AJ Styles and the former champion Dean Ambrose. I've got uh, AJ retaining here. Yeah, I do too. You might have some near falls, some teases, maybe a referee being knocked out here or there, but I, the best way for me is to have AJ retain. It's not a big level pay-per-view where you want a title change like that, but you could throw a surprise swerve, but I think AJ does retain. Yeah, I, I I think it only makes sense. It's good. It's been a. Let me just ask you this as a follow up. Do you think this has been in WWE the feud of the year? Um. Cause I love I love the build for the whole pay per view, but specifically this match. It's up there, but the thing about this feud, I think Dean Ambrose by him losing uh, the belt to AJ has made it even more interesting than having AJ and Cena you know fight each other by themselves before. The triple threat even happened. So it's like a two different dynamics going at the same time that I think makes it great. Um, but I, I don't know if I would include the top of the year so far. Even though it's getting late in the year, um, they're making a late, late push. I'm still trying to use that Seth Rollins, Triple H maybe storyline if it comes to fruition, maybe the feud of the year. Well, it, I, I think you're going to see that stretch out into 2017 even um, based on what, what I'll say they should do when we book the territory. But we both got AJ. Um Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt, which has probably been one of the worst feuds of the year, in my oh opinion. My but I want to give it a chance tonight to see what happens. Um, 
I would like to see a double disqualification of some kind because I don't know if either guy can take a pin right now, man. I, I agree with you totally. That was my prediction for the last pay-per-view. Uh, when they had backlash, I thought it was going to be like a, a double count-out or a double loss or whatever some of the sort because I just don't think they can lose right now. You have to continue this feud probably going into Survivor Series or maybe whatever the December pay-per-view is where you're just having a blow-off right before you're on. Yeah, I mean... At some point, Bray Wyatt has to win a big-time match. Yes. I'm just putting that out there. I would really like to see him feud with AJ Styles um, at some point over this title. It would it be good. And I would like I'm to... I'm not sure if they're going to do it. I don't think they will either. And I'd like to put out there that supernatural gimmicks have worked in the past. The most you know, clear-cut example being The Undertaker. And the thing about yep. supernatural gimmicks that you have to make them work is the guy has to win pretty consistently. Taker didn't yes. really lose a whole lot. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah. I really dislike, by the way, I think it was um, Taker won the title from Hogan at Survivor Series 93, I want to say, and then he lost it at this Tuesday in Texas. And I, I always hated that he lost it so quick because it was like... Yep. On such a role, but it was the Hogan machine, now the Cena machine, um, soon to be the Roman machine. Thanks, D-Wayne. D-Wayne, of yeah. course, is our co-host. That's a huge Roman Reigns fan. Um, okay, so apparently Becky Lynch is injured, so this title match may or may not happen tonight. I would like to see them combine the remaining matches with the women and do a triple threat for the t- a vacant title if she's not going to defend it within the month. Well, you know who can make a surprise return if she's really um, injured, whatever apparently is there. There's a calling for This could be a good way to bring Eva Marie back to try to say, oh, back from her vacation. She thinks it's time to go for the title now. Of course, I'm trying to speak as her voice on her entrance music. And this could be a great, cheap way to give her a title run in a cheap, cheap way. Maybe it doesn't have to be long term, but her coming back in this type of situation. Well, and and I I really like that idea. I think that would be a nice way to bring her back and really get some heat, like you said. And you know what? Let's let's go with that. And I want to tell you where I see that if they were to do that, where that would go, fantasy booking wise. But that's I, that's a cool idea. Um, okay, so we have if the Nikki Bella and Carmella match does happen, I've got Nikki winning that one. I think that's yeah. been built towards that direction. Got to build Absolutely. her strong. Um, and Total Bellas, too. You got to promote that. So. I enjoyed Total Bellas this week. Did you watch it? I did. I, I did not watch it. Um, that's when I had to go up to the college to finish up the last requirements of the admin. But um, I didn't even give it two thoughts about even wanting to look at it. Was it really good, though? Better than Total Divas? Or about the same type of show? I mean, it's just different because there's some of the same people and some not. John Cena is just kind of a riot because he's like a jerk the whole time <laughs> oh at his house. Um, it was cool. I'll watch it. There's only six episodes, and then that, that's going to lead into the new season of Total Divas in November. Gotcha. Which we uh, we add Maurice, Renee Young, and Lana to that. Now that I'm looking forward to. Just yes. to see a couple of episodes and see what it's going to be. Yeah, and, it, and they'll have some WrestleMania stuff, and, you know, we were in town for that, and that'll be cool yep. to see. So, um the tag team championships on SmackDown, you got the Usos taking them here, or do you think Ryan, I guess, Beauty and the Man Beast retaining? Uh, honestly, it, I would think the Beauty and the Man Beast will retain. I'm just not sold on the Usos as heels yet, and I think they need more time to 
get themselves over to be like the quote unquote heel team. I think the only way they can get a title match like that, maybe if you bring back a ladder match of sort, where you have four teams competing for a tag team ladder match. So I don't want to give them to them yet. I I kind of dig where you're going with that. I I actually have Heath Slater and Rhino retaining here. I think you need, like you said, build up the Usos a little more, then give them the titles, and then have Alpha Chase. I think that should be the yes. SmackDown tag, tag title match at Mania or the Rumble if you can't take it that far. Absolutely, I agree. So yeah, I I I think that's where that's headed. Um, am I missing any matches? I know there's Baron Corbin on the pre-show, oh, but I don't care about that. One huge match, the match, the match of the night. I'm looking for. Actually. Oh goodness gracious! Yes, the Intercontinental Championship. Who do you have? Yes, career um, versus I title. Actually, I actually do have. Here's my scenario: Miz winning off some cheap stuff, then Daniel Bryan comes in and says, "No, we're not going to do it like this, Miz." Restart the match, and then Dolph is going to end up taking the title. Mm. Um, and, and, and that way, Miz will continue to feud with Daniel Bryan when you have the authority figure and uh, and the performer still going at each other. And then Daniel Bryan's probably going to put a bunch of tasks in the Miz's hands. Just future talking here. But I think this is a way for uh, Dolph to get the title, and this is a way t- for Miz to elevate himself to the main uh, title pitcher for the WWE Championship belt. Do you think there's any chance... Because of how much he talks about it as Daniel Bryan the character and not Bryan Danielson the person, that they would allow Daniel Bryan to have one more match against The Miz culminating in Orlando. Only, only, only if it was a one-match deal. Uh And you can either pull that trigger at Royal Rumble as a tease where, you know, have Daniel Bryan come in purposely just to eliminate The Miz and then eliminates himself. That leads to the to mania, but I think it's only for one match. I, I'm really, really skeptical about his health, and I think if they do it, that would be just the one match they would bring it back for. I mean, you know, there has been many doctors that have cleared him, so it's not like it would be completely out of the realm of possibility. But I just, it's weird to me how much he continues to talk about the company won't let me wrestle. I just think. Maybe that was their way of kind of making peace with the matter. We'll give you one more match at Mania as a final send-off. And what what better opponent would there be than The Miz? I think it's great if they did it. But honestly, I kind of hope it doesn't happen. I don't want to be worried about watching him wrestle, just like I worry about Nikki Bella every time she gets in the ring now. Absolutely. And, so. and I'll say this, too. If that match does happen between Miz and Daniel Bryan, The Miz will win that match. Yeah. Yeah. I Well... Let's talk about that when we get there, because I don't, I don't know if I agree or not. I have to see okay. where they go with the Miz, but I think the Miz is, um, his value is increasing in the company. I, I think besides the triple threat, that's going to be the match I look forward to the night the most, because I, I legit don't know what where they're going. I think WWE put out all the rumors about Dolph Ziggler retiring and being a backstage agent to throw mm-hmm. people off the scent. I think Dolph wins um, tonight, but well, that's no mercy. I think it's been one of the more well-built pay-per-views i'm really excited about all the matches it bums me out that becky can't compete tonight per the rumors on the internet of course um and we can't forget kurt hawkins makes his in-ring return under yep. the new gimmick tonight so that should be exciting keep but in can mind we just say how oh, i mean to interrupt you but let's just add to that what you just said smackdown's just been doing a great job of how they yes. did like a classic formula build 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 on your shows even throwing a couple of title matches to help build your rivalries to make sure your rivalries are state stabilized on your pay-per-view. That's a classic formula that WWE has gotten away from, and I think SmackDown is doing a brilliant job with it. Yes. it's. Um, 
I'm really interested also to see after TakeOver Toronto in November, you've mm-hmm. you got to think Nakamura retains against the evil Samoa Joe that's been running Rampage all over the roster. Do you think you put Samoa Joe into the SmackDown you know, mid-card main roster spot? That's a great show right there. It is. And it, I think that's a perfect opportunity for Samoa Joe because when you think of Samoa Joe, whether he's a face or heel, um, he could go against Bray Wyatt. He mm-hmm. could be somebody that could team with Bray Wyatt, maybe just as, like an impromptu tag team. Yeah. Um, so it's a lot of things that you could do with Samoa Joe on that mid-card uh, game. Of course, he could elevate to the main event, but you don't need him right there. But that's a strong mid-card addition if they can get him. And I also think Nakamura will get the Bailey treatment and come up after SummerSlam next year because I think they do need a main ev- a main event superstar face on the NXT brand up through yep. that point until you build the next couple people. Um, I, I look to s- hopefully Roderick Strong, maybe Ricochet, and even the Young Bucks can come in by then because I know they've all made mention that they are interested. So. Yep. Um, anyways, let's let's book the territory here. So we like to fantasy book months in advance, and most of what we say is probably hot garbage, right? Um, <laughs> I want to start with AJ Styles. So yes. I, I we both predicted that he retains tonight at No Mercy. And John Cena mm-hmm. is going away to film the new season of American Grit, which, by the way, very good show. My wife and I enjoy watching that show on, I believe it's on Friday nights on the Fox Network. Yep. Um, great show. And it's set in the Pacific Northwest, which is one of my favorite parts of this country. So I think AJ retains tonight. I think you, you can get another match out of him and Dean or maybe Team Dean versus Team AJ at Survivor Series because that would be the next pay-per-view on which yep. SmackDown stars appear. I think yes. you can get another title match out of them. At, I believe SmackDown has TLC in December. Okay. There's TLC and there's Roblox. Roblox got moved to December, and I don't remember who has which show. But I think look that up for you real quick. Why you go ahead? Yeah, yeah. Look that. Please do look that up. But I think AJ Styles has a a slobber knocker of a match with somebody at Royal Rumble, and I think he takes the title into Mania against John Cena one on one on his quest for a 16th world title. And I even will go as far to say that I think that could be the main event of WrestleMania 33. Gotcha. Uh now Roblox is December 18th and it is a Raw pay-per-view and like you said TLC is a SmackDown pay-per-view um and that would be December 4th. Okay. And just to add to what you said about AJ. Now here's my I I love the booking, but here's my problem with AJ. If you book him that way where he carries the belt into WrestleMania. Yep. That would be 0-2 that he would lose at Mania against two high-profile people. Now we're kind of doing the Bray Wyatt treatment. Will AJ ever get that main event WrestleMania win? Well, as a heel, I don't think he needs it, but then you could turn around and make him babyface after that because anyone that loses to John Cena, aren't they kind of a little more babyface because of it? That's true. I I think, I don't know, I think there's worse spots to be had than being the WWE World Champion main eventing WrestleMania your second year on the brand. Gotcha. Totally understand. Totally understand. I just, I think they're going to reserve the John Cena 16th title win for WrestleMania. And I, I guess I'm hard pressed to find another opponent for him that would be as meaningful. Yeah, and that will that will come a later storyline that happened, you know, just about a year that that they put in what what was it, Money in the Bank, was it that they had that first match? They no, they had their first match at. Okay, so you guys saw him at Battleground. Yeah, I guess it would have been Money in the Bank. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Because that was so after you, the Roman feud. Cena came back on like Memorial Day, 
And yeah, okay. So yeah, and it would be like the better part of a year. It would be one of the more long-term built stories. It harkens back to the mega powers exploding and all those great, you know, that's some old school booking right there. And just think, you know, Cena's not coming back till I believe they're doing Christmas, post-Christmas shows in Chicago. They're taping Raw and SmackDown in Chicago then. Um, I think you can have Cena start his quest back for the title, and I think AJ needs to win in a very cheap way tonight in order to keep that going. Um, gotcha. Like maybe have Cena hit the AA on Dean and have Dean push him out the ring, you know what I'm saying, and then take the pinfall for like himself. It. So I like it. I, I, if we're in agreement on that, let's pencil that in as the main event or one of the two main events at WrestleMania 33 in Orlando. What would you do with the Universal Championship situation? Right now you have Kevin Owens. You have to think him and Jericho are going to do something against each other at some point. You have Rollins and Triple H in the mix. And we, I'm going to be wishful and assume that Balor is back by February. I think... And then Balor, you have Roman. Don't forget about Roman. Yes, absolutely. I think Balor will be the one who will try to go for the title. And he'll go for the title maybe as a heel um, because I think that would be a perfect opportunity to try to get Finn Balor with um, the club back together uh, with Anderson and Gallows and I think that would be a way that oh Balor's trying to come in you know be a face and everything but then he turns on whoever he needs to turn on which leads to him and Seth taking that universal title to WrestleMania I think what Kevin Owens needs to do is I really think he needs to fight Brock Lesnar and I think he needs to fight Brock Lesnar because Kevin Owens has shown himself, okay, I got my universal title, check. Uh, I got my intercontinental, check. I have put talents of talents of talents of time, uh, or tons of time, excuse me, to make sure I am satisfied with myself being the number one guy on this Raw, Raw roster. Now you have to go get the number one guy in WWE. And to me, I think Kevin Owens will put Brock in an old-school classic wrestling match like Brock used to do before his UFC days, and you might see a vintage Brock in that type of match against Kevin Owens. Now, Kevin Owens may lose, but that may be your match of the night if it's done correctly. So, once again, I take Finn Balor to go against that Universal Championship and let Seth still be the face and let Finn Balor be the heel, and then I say Kevin Owens needs to uh, take on Brock Lesnar. It would be... uh... A nice long-term phase of booking for him that could result in him being a, a very high baby face on the card because you've got to think Jericho's going to somehow screw him over, yep. and that'll be the reason he loses universal title, most likely to Seth Rollins, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the Brock thing would be nice, and then I would even look to have him and Sami Zayn become a maybe kind of like a Sheamus Cesaro type tag team at some point in 2017. That'd be interesting. Cause then you could revisit that again and again. Cause I don't think people are tired of seeing that yet. I like nope. your idea of getting Owens to Lesnar because I'm not sure Lesnar's deal is up at WrestleMania 34. And I don't know how many other matches in WWE I care to see Brock Lesnar compete in. Besides, I think him and Roman need to have a rematch on that big right. stage again because we didn't get a proper finish the last time, and I love that match. Mm-hmm. I don't. If you were going to turn Balor heel, you'd want to make him like an anti-hero type of heel, where like Gallows and Anderson are sick and tired of getting screwed over and not getting fair shakes for the tag titles, and they're just like, "Screw it, we're going to take this baby over," and then right. they just run roughshod. But they're like anti-heroes, and then you might. You might put Balor against Roman 
Mm-hmm. Doesn't even necessarily matter who has the title and who's the challenger. Although I think Ra- uh, Balor being the challenger is going to make him even more babyface. So, gotcha. and you've gotten Roman to a really good place with the fans right now as the United States champion. And if it was me, I know they're going to put Roman in one of the main events, but if it was me, I'd have Roman be the United States champion gotcha. going into okay. Mania. But that's that's not what I feel will ultimately happen. So we'll say Balor and Roman for the Universal title. You have Kevin Owens and Brock in one of your co-main events. Cena, AJ for the title. And then I think we can all agree Triple H Rollins, assuming everybody's healthy, correct? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think I think maybe Rollins is the one to take the title off of Owens, and then Triple H somehow screws him over. It's very similar to Roman last year, only hopefully he doesn't put yep. himself in the main event of WrestleMania again. Exactly. I think that's a grudge match better served in the middle to three-quarter mark of the show. So let's take a break. We'll take a pause for the cause, and when we come back, we still have both women's championship scenarios to book as well as um, the tag team scenarios to book. So take a break, and we'll be right back. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Connect with us on all of our platforms, bgbgroup.tumblr.com, at bgbgroup on Twitter, and facebook.com slash biggoldbelt. Okay, and we're back. Um, if you're just joining us now, and I'm not sure why you would be because this is a podcast and not a live radio show, uh, Mr. Silly Sellis and I are booking the territory of WWE from tonight's No Mercy leading into WrestleMania 33 in Orlando, Florida. This would be next uh, April in 2017. By the way, I was watching part of the Vikings game today, and I know that we were all kind of under the assumption that WrestleMania 33 would be in Minneapolis at U.S. Bank Stadium. Yeah. Yep. And um, is it U.S. Bank Stadium or Bank of America Stadium? I thought it was U.S. Bank Stadium. That's what I Maybe thought, Maybe I'm wrong, too. Yeah. Well, regardless, that building is gorgeous. And, um, oh, man. It looks gorgeous. I'm hoping – I wouldn't have had the money to go anyways this year, so I'm hoping 2018, if it's in Minneapolis, I'm going to make the drive up there. Um, I'm with you. 2018, I can do. Just 2017 would definitely be out for me. Yeah. As well. Are any of the other fellows from our show going to Orlando? I know Dr. M lives a lot closer now, so he was thinking about driving. I think two chains and D Wayne both might do it. Um, it was up in the air. I actually was very, very tempted because I really want to go to a Royal Rumble. When I saw it was in San Antonio, mm-hmm. I was real tempted to try to make that move. Because San Antonio is only a two and a half hour flight. If I could try to, you know, catch that and come back within a weekend, but. Um, just once again, just not sure if it's the right time. Yeah, no, I'm, I think the show I went to in uh, Moline, Illinois a couple weeks ago is going to be it for me for the foreseeable future. But if they um, if they do some stuff in Chicago, we always get a pay-per-view every year, so maybe that'll be my 2017 thing. I'd, I'd like to get back up to the Allstate Arena. It's one of the great wrestling buildings. Dr. M attended Judgment Day 2009 with me in that building, so he can attest nice. to that as well. I would like to also throw out because No Mercy is tonight. I went to No Mercy in 2007. Do you remember? It was supposed to be Cena versus Orton for the title in a, I believe it was a last man standing match. And Cena tore his pectoral tendon on Raw, the, the go-home show. And yes. so they gave the title to Randy. Triple H challenged him in the opening match. Triple H wins the title, defends it against Omaga, who he was scheduled to face that night wins and then they still have a last man standing match at the end of the night and orton gets it back 
So we saw three title changes in one night, and we also had the second and final Punjabi prison match. This was between <laughs> Batista and Great Khali for the world heavyweight title. So that was a very strange pay-per-view that we had there in Chicago in 2007. Um, I do remember that because everybody was talking about how how fast Cena came back in Royal Rumble 2008. Oh, what a great um, return that was, yeah. Right, right. So we were booking the territory leading into WrestleMania. We had Cena versus AJ for the world title and what I feel should be the main event of the show, the final match. We had Balor versus Roman for the universal title. We had Kevin Owens versus Brock, and we had... There's one more match. What am I forgetting? Oh, Triple H and Seth Rollins. Okay, let's book the women's title scenarios. Um, I... Okay, so Becky, I predicted, I think we both may have predicted that she's going to be stripped of the title tonight due to injury. Mm-hmm. And we predicted Eva Marie would win the title on mm-hmm. the SmackDown brand tonight or maybe in the foreseeable future. I would like to see her be challenged by some of these mid-card baby faces because it's going to get Eva Marie over as a heel more. It's going to get the rest of the roster over as baby faces also. Maybe you have Becky compete with her. Maybe Eva Marie has some sort of a lackey that helps her, kind of like a Dana Brooke type person. And she beats Becky somehow, and she beats Naomi somehow. And then I think maybe you get Nikki Bella, her title win at WrestleMania. I think people will get, really get behind that, don't you think? I agree. And uh, unfortunately, and, and we have said this in the podcast, especially – uh, coming from me and you ourselves, we've just been very impressed with prior to her injury, how much Nikki had improved in the ring, and it's like she deserved that title run. Yeah. But then again, when it came to the end of it, by her getting injured, it was like she did not get her send-off the way she needed to. And I think by having her moment at WrestleMania, just like Brie did in a way, uh, Nikki needs to have her moment at WrestleMania, and I will be in favor of her winning a title on the biggest stage. And then I think you could even, at post-match, have a pregnant Brie Bella come out with Daniel Bryan and do the yes chant. You know what I mean? And that would be a nice moment. Um, So that's what I have for SmackDown. (sighs) Okay, so bear with me here. I think there should be three women's matches on this card. Wow, okay. I think the four horsewomen should have an interpromotional four-way match. And then you do it again in Minnesota the next year for the title on Raw and have Becky move over to Raw. Because here's here's why I say that. A fatal four-way with the four horsewomen is bigger than the match in Dallas because it's all four of them. And then you do it for the title the next year. It's even bigger than, than the one previous. And you're just upping the ante every year and really building up the position of the women in the company. And you make it for the title on Raw the next year. That's what I think you do with the four of them. You know what? And one thing that you did, Aaron, that I liked how you booked that, and I completely agree with you. I hope WWE takes these pay-per-views where everybody's all combined in one, meaning Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, uh, or even um, WrestleMania, where you have interpromotional matches that put up your spot in each other's shows. For example, if you win the Raw title and you're a SmackDown performer, you get moved over, but then a trade has to happen where somebody else has to go to SmackDown. So when you have that, it's like impromptu trades that can happen. Maybe you don't need a draft every single year. I, that's you just awesome. have some impromptu trades. That's a really cool idea, and I think that's a cool idea. Yeah, I like that. I like that because I'm not ready for a draft the next April or whatever. I think Me neither. If you're going to have separate brands, really make them separate. Don't just mishmash them to the point where it's like, eh, 
yeah, Randy's on Raw now. He's like doing this. You know what I mean? It's just kind of weird. Yep. So if, if if we were to book it that way, you have Eva, Eva Marie and Nikki for the SmackDown title. You have the four horsewomen in kind of a uh, interpromotional kind of dream match and the biggest mm-hmm. stage. So then who's left to um, – for the Raw title, do you think Nia Jax and um, Not- Paige or like – who knows what they're going to do with Paige at this point? Paige is still questionable. Nia Jax, I like um- – Asuka? Do they bring Asuka up by then? I, I don't know if Oscar will come up. She might get the same Zayn call up, but um, somebody as a uh, God, I can't think of her name. At NXT Ember, Ember Moon. That could be somebody that could be, come up sooner than Oscar. That maybe somebody that could get on that stage as like a new fresh blood. Here's my um, thing, though. I if Ember Moon doesn't take the title off of Oscar, who is? I, I really don't see anybody taking the title off Oscar. Of I really see a situation where Oscar can retire the title. And then you have like four or five women that's being developed at NXT can move up to the next brand to see who can take the title. Because I would think you would do the justice of that belt being retired as her being champion before she moved up. Then somebody getting a cheap win over her because Oscar's just too dominant right now. You just don't have the level of competitors that's up to her level. Whatever, whenever they do bring her up, Charlotte needs to be on the opposite show. You can't have two dominant yes. women on the same show that are like just that obviously more athletically gifted and tough than the rest of the roster exactly. um oscar would be really great in the smackdown women's division right now um so what do you think the title match is then nia Jax versus emelina does emma gimmick or i have to see how this emma gimmick looks if it's just, if it's too cheesy then i i'm not sure because um, it's really thin got, on Raw if you take the other three women out of it to do this match I want to do with four, the four horsewomen. I mean, do you use Alicia Fox? I mean, because she's been a champion before, and they have a started of they have a mini feud that they you know been starting right now. I mean, you you um, could go there. It, it would probably be on the pre-show. I'm gonna guess no matter who you put, just because Nia Jax is not a name like everyone else is a name. Right. And maybe that's fine for her first WrestleMania. And what about Summer Rae? What is her status? She's injured, and it's not the greatest of scenarios from what I'm reading. Okay. It's, like, not good. I was good. thinking she could be thrown in there, but I, she's so much better as a heel than as a face, in my opinion. Yeah. Or or do you say Lana? Does Lana get a chance to, to do some performing in the ring? I'm not sure if you want to even use that. You uh, you know I'd ring. love that, but yeah, you know I would. But, no, I think she's better off with Rusev. Um, okay, so we'll, we'll say um, – Nia Jax versus TBD at the moment. Yep. So, okay. That's a pretty good card so far. It really is. What do you do with the tag titles on both shows? You don't necessarily need to tell me how we get there. Just what would the match be at WrestleMania for, um, for each set of tag titles? Uh, it's hard to say because I really think you – and this is a struggle of both both divisions of tag teams – you have your favorites and you have your people who are transitioning like the Usos that are trying to get themselves elevated, but nobody's coming out as a top tag team in my opinion. And that's even the New Day. I'm going to even include them because even with the New Day winning so much, their winning is not emphasized on their title. It's emphasized on the entertainment of the gimmick or entertainment of the feud. Yeah, you're not but to wrong. Me, it's, it's not the title. Um, so which is, the question is which tag team is going to come up uh, and I'll go back to my reference of maybe you have to use a ladder match of some sort where you just have to have straight out wrestling to show stories through wrestling to build up who could be your um, 
your champions. I mean, I would not be afraid of a, a three or four team ladder match at WrestleMania for the tag titles. Um, You're talking about man. Raw now. Yes, for Raw. For okay, Raw. and what about um, SmackDown? For SmackDown, I, I really think it has to do with um, how American Alpha can get underneath them and try to be known on the main circuit. Because to me, I see them doing the same thing that the Ascension did, the Vaude Villains. They start so high, but they're coming down so low because they just cannot get over. And I don't understand what's going on with the main event crowd that's not getting them over. Um, and maybe you need somebody like uh, the Revival to come up on the SmackDown division just to show what wrestling and tag teams about. And then maybe they could put people over, but I'm just not sure. SmackDown is very confusing for me right now. See, and I, I would go the opposite way. I would say I think you can get the Usos and Alpha in kind of a pretty strong feud at that point. But I would like to see the ladder match on SmackDown because I think Breezango, that's a great spot for them to be a part of it. Sure. Or sure. the Hype Bros, they could be more of the power team you know, on that. I'd like to see the ladder match there. And on Raw, I think this is where you crown Enzo and Cass as the next top tag team in mm-hmm. WWE. And I think you have them take the titles off a of New Day at that point, straight mm-hmm. up. Um, but it sounds like we do want the tag teams to be featured strongly. I think one of those two matches ends up on the pre-show, whichever one the New Day is not in, obviously. Um, right. Okay. And then um, I think the rest of the card, you can kind of just fill in wherever you need to fill it in at that point. There's rumors out there that they want to do Goldberg versus Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. Oh, Lord. And you also have to keep in mind that Shane has mentioned that he has not forgotten Brock F5-ing him at SummerSlam. Um, I would like to see Shane again. I had uh, That was one of my favorite matches in Dallas. But yeah. where they go with it, anyone's guess. I'm not sure I really need to see Goldberg, although it sounds like that's what we're going to get next month at Survivor yeah. Series. Um, are you at all interested in the Goldberg-Lesnar rumored match that will probably main event Survivor Series in Toronto? I am not. And, and the only thing, every time I hear uh, Goldberg-Lesnar, I always think about that crappy match they had at WrestleMania. Um, WrestleMania 20 in New, 20, New York, yeah. Ter- terrible. That left such a bad taste in my mouth. For two high-quality performance to put such a bad match on when the magnitude could have been so much greater. And and just compare that match that Goldberg was in compared with The Rock and Goldberg, The Rock carried that match the whole time. The Rock carried that, that, that feud, and The Rock carried that match. And you know what could be capable of, of Goldberg, that type of match. And when you saw that, once again, referring back to Brock Lesnar and Lesnar, Brock, I mean Goldberg and Lesnar, it, it was just so terrible. That left a bad taste in my mouth. So to me... It's that was like what almost fourteen years ago, thirteen years ago that I'm I really don't want to see it again. And I'm gonna go the opposite angle on it. I do want to see it, and I'll tell you why. Brock Lesnar being as absent as much as he is, there's very little that you can do creatively with him. So when he is here, you need to have big time matches. This is a big time match because it trended all over social media when that commercial came out with um, Goldberg looking through the reflection on the glass in 2K17 and seeing the Suplex City sign. And then you have the gameplay of uh, Brock versus Goldberg, the the gameplay video clips in the promo package for that video Mm -hmm. game, which I believe comes out this week. On Tuesday. On Tuesday. I don't video game, so I won't be getting it, but if my buddy gets it, I'll play it at his house. Um, It's cool. Like, 
I don't know. I guess like if you were watching the network and you're like, all right, you could see what Goldberg looks like in the ring, you know, 10 plus years after the last time you saw him or you could not. You'd be like, you know what? It could be interesting. Let's see what it would look like. Because if it doesn't really hurt the title picture or any of the other talent, why not do it? Just to, right. just for the hype alone. I'm not necessarily saying it's going to be any better than their previous match, but it's going to be something interesting. And I think that's the reason you do it. And then right. maybe you induct Goldberg in the Hall of Fame, which rightly so. He's one of the bigger names of the yep. early 2000s. You have to do it. Um, there's value there. Him and Shane, though. Yeah, Goldberg uh, would have to be the heel, and ideally, we're booking him as a babyface here. Yep. So, pfft, who knows? I'm 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 not saying it would be great, and I'm not saying it's like my top dream match, but I'll watch it. You know. Right. Right. So, well, I'm sure we're all completely off here, Mister Silly Sellers, but we booked the territory. But it was good though, like you said, we haven't done one of the, one of these in a while because um, we did them often headed into WrestleMania 32 in Dallas. But this was a good chance to see what potentially could happen. Of course, WWE is always subject to change, but just thinking about okay, where we were in July with the draft, how each brand has developed their own identity, and when you try to go to see how these first pay per views will go, talking about Survivor Series and then Royal Rumble, or the, when the inter promotions will come together, how that will look. This has a good chance to build up some deep, deep wrestling uh, as far as feuds, as far as matches that can be on the main event card that can make WrestleMania 33 better than expected, which we did not have this in the past where we had everybody stacked in on one shows, where we didn't have growth uh, for people to come up like the Miz, like the Usos for for a heel change. If if it wasn't for the uh, draft, these things wouldn't happen. Yeah, and... um... It, you're, you're right. You're going to be a lot more match possibilities. And we didn't even talk about people like Randy Orton or yep. Ray Wyatt or Braun Strowman or the Cruiserweights or yep. The Undertaker, if that's even happening this year. Um, we exactly. don't we don't know what's going on with that. There's a lot to be determined. Um, I think it's going to be a really good show. And it, for, all the, for all the booking issues that they did have at this year's WrestleMania, I thought... This year's WrestleMania and the last couple have also been really good. Um, mm-hmm. It'll be tough not being there because I've been at two of the last three WrestleManias. But again, I, if it's in Minnesota in, a co- in the year after next, I think we can all manage to get there. And I know some good eats in in Minneapolis, man. It's a fun place. And Mall of America would be on my my fucking list <laughs> to, to go there. Honestly, well. it's it's not as cool as you think it is, but it's a it's really. A, I didn't. I don't, it's just a big mall, and there's some roller coasters. I don't know. We live by Six Flags here. It's not a big deal. But what I will oh, say gotcha. is, they. Um, it was. It was cool to see it, and there's wrestling history there because that's where the first nitros were filmed. It was. There's it was. there's no pasta mania restaurants anymore though. So just keep oh, that. Okay. In, yeah, but no, there's um that would be fun. I'd check it out. I I would love, and WrestleMania is always so early in April. You don't know if it'll happen, but. I'd love to take you to um, the Twins tar- Target Field, the Twins Ballpark. It's a great ballpark. Gotcha. I actually saw your Indians play there the second year that park was open when I was nice. up there for a wedding. And I heard it's beautiful. I did hear it was beautiful. It's so beautiful. I would definitely be up for that. Beautiful, pretty accessible. Their staff was incredibly classy when we were there. Um, yeah, it's a cool ballpark, man. Right. So, all right. Well, let's revisit this. I'm sure. Like I said, I'm sure whatever happens. You know, at this and the next pay-per-view, we're going to completely throw our plans into a tizzy. But 
Um, enjoy No Mercy tonight, everybody. We'll get back with you guys. Well, I probably won't, but the fellas will with some sort of review of the show later this week for um, the midweek episode. And for Mr. Silly Sellis, we'll catch you guys next time. Thanks for listening.